0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and the IG this time. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got some stuff out there. We've got some polls. Uh, we've got some cool stuff. And listen to us on Spotify for Podcasters or wherever you manage to listen to your podcast. We're out there on a whole bunch of them. Gentlemen, it's finally here. We are finally at the point. Here we are recording Sunday, August 27th. The NFL is hardcore upon us. The regular, the playoffs, oh my gosh. The preseason is pretty much done. Now we have this awkward 2-week break uh before the regular season begins, but NFL season is upon us. We are excited. Uh, of course, to start bringing you serious, hard NFL, hardcore. Uh, wow. Boy, that's terrible. Uh, NFL uh, content.
1: Dave, I got it. NFL content. I'll step in, buddy. You're yes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we do have a Twitter poll out there that already ended, but uh, it was NFL theme. So we'll uh, Jared will introduce uh, Jared from uh, the Pittsburgh sports scene and uh, he can plug his station and where to where to find him in a minute. But what do you think of this poll question? Uh, which veteran quarterback with the new team will have the most successful season in 2023? Uh, Aaron Rodgers of the Jets, David Carr of the Saints, Jimmy Garoppolo of the Raiders, or your own Baker Mayfield of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Which uh, Which of those four, Jared, do you think are going to... I mean, are in the best situation and, and going to succeed uh, sure. at the end of the year
2: um it's it's out of that list um as much yep. as I think a lot of people would uh, probably not want to hear this it's probably going to be Aaron Rodgers um <laughs> if I had to guess uh, just given the circumstances of, of what he's dealing with on the particular team if you look at the other options uh you know Carr and in, in New Orleans things are not exactly great there weapon-wise in my book, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know a lot of people are looking for people like uh, Michael Thomas to to go and, and resurrect their career. Are we done with that? I mean, I mean,
0: yeah. yeah, seriously. Right, <laughs>
2: right. I mean, that's 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 how I'm feeling, too. I'm still seeing him get picked up uh, way too early in fantasy football drafts, and I'm wondering oh, right. why, you know. Um, meanwhile, out in Vegas, Garoppolo, I like the fit <clears throat> there. Um, I think that that's a, a good fit for him, but once again – Offense may be a little shaky. They got Jacobs signed, which is good. Uh, I think that's going to help them. Uh, but I think the jury's still out on that offense. So uh, I'm not going to go with him for sure. What was the other one?
1: Other uh, Baker Ma- Mayfield. And Mayfield. Tampa. Yeah,
2: Tampa, that's another team. They have a few weapons, aging weapons, but it's a lot of unknowns defensive-wise, especially down in, yeah. in Tampa. So I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers but I'm along. A lot of people are saying. I think the hype is is a little much right now in the off season. You know, paper mm-hmm. champions, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that AFC East is going to be pretty tough to win. Um, so for Aaron, yeah, I think he's in a good spot with good weapons. But that's a uh, that's a different story about how the whole division is going to play out because I think it's it's a pretty tough one.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, So let's get right into your Pittsburgh Steelers, Jared. You know, um, a lot of hype. I'm seeing them picked as the, you know, quiet team that's going to, you know, start strong when you look at their schedule. Not exactly murderers row to begin. You know, of course, the division's always tough. um, But where do they stand overall as an organization? Uh, Is the quarterback position settled with Pickett? Um, And, you know, I guess, you know, just give us an overview at this point of where they are.
2: Well, as a uh, lifelong, you know, Steeler follower, and and I guess you could say fan, although the fandom's kind of given up once you start working and, and having to cover the team from uh, time to time. I was actually supposed to be there today, but they uh, ended up canceling practice, so I didn't get to go over today. was there yesterday. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, but anyway, um, you really couldn't have asked for a better offseason. You know, Kevin Colbert, the general manager – retired and Omar Khan was named his successor and Khan had been uh, in the front office as an assistant GM uh, before taking over the main job. And he brought in a Pittsburgh native, but a guy who had success with the Philadelphia Eagles and Andy Weidel as his assistant general manager. And those two really, really solidified depth in a lot of key positions in the off season. Started in free agency, came through and I thought really hit a home run with the draft. Um, I'm very excited about the picks that he brought in there. Uh, and the team has gelled into, I mean, you saw it in the preseason games, but through training camp, um, things are looking good, uh, looking much better than they were at this point last year, which is huge. Um, and we can go and break break it down position by position quarterback wise Mike to answer your question Kenny Pickett is the guy There was no doubt about it it probably should have been like that to begin last year but I think they (laughs) went a little bit conservative approach to it just to make sure that he wasn't going to get tossed into the fire too quickly which I was okay with um you know would I've been all right if they named Kenny Pickett the week one starter last year yeah probably but he probably would have ended up with the same sort of scenario there was going to be growing pains in the first eight games and they ended up gelling and coming together in the final eight to put them in what was almost playoff contention. I mean, they won more win and they would have been in the playoffs. Not that that team was worthy of being in the postseason. <laughs> no, I don't think they were. This year, it's a different story. Um, you know, on top of the quarterback position being solidified, it looks like you have a solid run game for the first time and more than one option. Najee Harris is Najee Harris we know what he's all about we know that he can produce we know that he can be a number one guy but you don't want to run the wheels off of him like they did two years ago in his rookie season right they bring in Jalen Warren last year as an undrafted free agent he came on the scene in spurts last year but this offseason and into training camp this year man does he look good and that has started the, the murmurs and the rumors like, oh, well, maybe there's a, a competition for who should be the starting running back in Pittsburgh. That competition doesn't exist. Najee Harris is still number one. Yeah. The, the team has said that. As well, they should be. Yeah. Correct. But Jalen Warren is a great complimentary piece to have in that run game. Meanwhile, there is a depth piece uh, with Anthony McFarland as well although Mm -hmm. there's a chance that he may not even make the roster just due to uh, who they need to keep in other positions depth-wise. The Mm -hmm. receiving core looks very, very solid. We knew Deontay Johnson for what he was. He's a guy that can play well, but in clutch situations, he seemed to maybe not have the best or most trustworthy hands. Well, I think this preseason has changed things there. He and Pickett look on the same page, And it's been like that throughout the offseason and in through the preseason games. So he's looking good. George Pickens, who we we knew was going to continue to trend in the right direction, looks like he's going to be another superstar uh, on the verge of breaking out. Uh, They bring in Allen Robinson. Jared, I don't mean
1: to cut you off. Oh, go ahead. Let's take a break right there. What did you think of your boy Ryan Clark and the controversy he started with Pickens versus – his counterpart, uh, Garrett Wilson, on um, the Jets, who and I agree they're both very, very talented. You're splitting hairs, but was that just more summer fodder, or what, what was going on in Pittsburgh for that?
2: Well, I'll say this, and I think Justin Jefferson was involved in that conversation as well. Yeah. Uh you know, and saying that that George Pickens was uh, the same um, caliber or, or, or better than what Justin Jefferson is going to be. I think right. it's way too early to be saying you know, making claims like that. Uh, Justin Jefferson is an elite athlete and he puts in the work and effort year in and year out. We've seen it since he's joined the league. Uh, There's a reason he's getting picked number one overall in in most fantasy drafts. And if I had the number one pick, unfortunately, I don't. I have three drafts coming up and I pick uh, (laughs) 10, 11 and 12. uh, Yeah. So I'm okay with it. I I don't mind getting the, uh, you know, end of the snake draft. So you're able to get two picks really quick. Yeah. Uh, so uh you'll yep. take the good with the bad. Uh but back to um that conversation, you know, Pickens, if he continues to progress, could easily find himself in that top five wide receiver mm-hmm. category. I wouldn't put him there yet. Um, uh, but Ryan Clark probably was trying to uh stir some headlines and and try <laughs> to get uh some people talking on on Twitter with the comments made. But I don't doubt his uh, you know, him being very genuine and thinking that Pickens is going to be a star in this league at some point. Uh, yeah, a a hy- yeah might have yeah. been hyperbole just a bit, uh, but he'll never admit to that as none of the uh, pundits do. Um, hmm. and we've seen a lot of controversial things come out of a lot of names uh, throughout the uh, offseason. Uh, Exo facto uh, Colin Cowherd, who is uh, naming people who aren't even alive anymore as potential uh, uh, quarterbacks that could never make the Super Bowl. So we've seen a lot of ridiculous stuff come out of people's mouths um, with some of these, uh, <laughs> these national pundits. So you, you can't take everything uh, at face value for sure.
1: Are you a uh, nomination, Jared, for the seat across room? The um, aforementioned. Oh no, not Colin Cowherd. Uh, who's my other boy, Woody. That's looking for uh uh, a counterpart there. Oh, uh, on ESPN. Sterling Shepard left. Yeah, yeah. I can see I, you in that spot, buddy. Oh, I, don't collar, that. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know about that. game strong.
2: No, I don't know about that. I don't really bring any uh any NFL experience or uh, major college football experience, so uh, I, I don't think okay. I'd really be in that running. But uh I'm glad to, humility. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to serve whatever role I can serve here and uh anywhere else that would want my services, though.
0: So uh, Jared, you mentioned uh, the defense for the Steelers and certainly over the years, it's always been a huge strength. Um, Where do you see that piece sitting and what are you hearing uh, as you're there listening to uh, the interactions at camp?
2: Yeah, well, it's interesting you bring that up because um, after losing Ryan Shazier to the career ending injury uh, Mm -hmm. against Cincinnati in that game, Uh, late in December, what now, I think it's almost five years ago, uh, which is crazy to think, Um, you know, the defense was sort of at a crossroads. They had talent, but they were missing a key cog in the wheel uh, in terms of that middle linebacker presence. And they tried to replace it with Devin Bush. That didn't work out. Now you're hearing the story. So Bush leaves right in free agency over the summer goes to Seattle and Seattle is looking to get rid of him before the season even begins. So that's all you need to know about a guy who the Steelers traded up to try to uh, fill that void left by Shazier. So they're still trying to, but I think they have found the best combination of talent that they have in the last few years. Uh, they were rolling with guys like Joe Schobert and um, you know others who really were kind of out of gas or didn't fit well in the scheme. They brought in three solid players, Uh, the first being Landon Roberts, who I'm sure is uh, guys who follow the AFC East very well, are familiar with his time in New England. A downhill middle linebacker, run stuffer that is going to be a very important piece. They also brought in Cole Holcomb, who if you follow the NFC East, you should know a little bit about him coming over from the Washington Commanders. Uh, Holcomb coming off an injury in the offseason, but is your stereotypical middle linebacker, tough guy. And then they added Quan Alexander, another AFC East veteran uh, from, he played in in New York, had a couple of very bad injuries during his time, not only in New York, but uh, elsewhere as well. Uh, But man, does he look like he is sharp and they brought him in, in the first week of training camp. So he wasn't even there through the off season, but those three guys at middle linebacker are going to rotate the entire season. And if they stay healthy, could be the best middle linebacking that they've seen in five years, which makes me excited. The defensive line looks solid. Um, Cam Hayward leads that bunch. Uh, They still have, uh, he's healthy. No issue with him. The health issue on the defensive line is Larry Ogunjobi who Mm -hmm. did not, uh, take one snap, wasn't suited up, and really didn't practice much throughout all of training camp because he's been dealing with a foot issue. Um, so that is a question mark. They have a lot of young guys at that position. Uh, they drafted Keanu Benton out of um, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. defensive tackle. They also have uh, Isaiah Loudermilk, who is another Wisconsin grad, um, and then they still had um, – Montravious Adams and a couple of other depth pieces there. So the defensive line looks stout. Your outside linebackers also look, you had TJ Watt. You knew what you had in him, all pro player, defensive player of the year recently. Uh, But you also had Alex Highsmith, who they signed a contract extension in the offseason. A lot of people said, man, is he really worth $14 million a year, whatever the heck they gave him? The answer is yes, because when the two of them are playing, Watt is almost unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And then he also compliments anything that Highsmith can do. But in the meantime, they also go and bring in Marcus Golden, who is another veteran presence, on the edge. But even better is they may have found a great steal in the draft in Nick Herbig, who is another Wisconsin guy that they took in the middle of the late rounds. And he looks like a monster on the edge. So he's probably going to end up, vying for rotational time in at edge with Watt and Highsmith. He's probably the third guy uh, coming into that, uh, in that position and one through four, that might be the best depth of any position on the team. Now uh, the secondary, a little bit shaky. Your safeties are pretty solid with Minka Fitzpatrick being one. They're going to probably roll by committee with uh, Keanu Neal and um, a couple of other uh, players on the other safety. Mm. But the corner is going to be the biggest question. They brought in Patrick Peterson, who obviously is aging, Um, you know, a former guy who was one of the best in the league when he was at his prime. Uh, So he's a questionable questionable piece. They also drafted uh, Joey Porter's son, Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, uh, who they have very high hopes for. But, you know, He's a little short, isn't he? Or for, uh, for, well, he's or tall. He's definitely tall, things. but he's, is he's a stick. You know, uh, he, there's there's not sorry. much. There's not much. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's oh, don't get me wrong. He's muscular, but he he he's not could probably uh, adds correct. He's not as <laughs> thick as his dad. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, but they're they're excited for you know what he's going to bring. He just needs experience. He needs the the seasoning at the NFL right. level. Um, And then after those two, the depth at corner is really probably going to be the biggest concern. And this is, once again, a a defense that was, uh, you know, highly paid. I mean, this is this is one of the most expensive defenses in the league that kind of disappointed last year. And they really need to put their money where their mouth is this year. But I think they're in a better spot depth wise to uh, to do just that. So the defense in my book is probably going to be uh, in a much better spot
1: than what we saw in twenty twenty two. Well, that was a very thorough and very appreciated uh, run through the Steelers roster. And we're going to get into uh, our tier maker that we've done for baseball here uh, and rank these AFC teams in certain tiers. uh, And I'm excited to see. I won't ask you what you think their uh, record's going to be. I'm excited to see where you put them. Um, So maybe, Dave, if we can engineer this like we're a professional podcast, and do the Steelers last? How's that sound?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm we producing
1: can, on the fly here, so yeah. I
0: mean, we can do that. So, what we're trying to figure out, or what we're going to do, not try to figure out, folks, is um, we've been doing some tier maker stuff with baseball, and so for our AFC preview here, we've got a tier maker that we're going to do with five categories for the teams, right? So, Super Bowl favorites, playoff contenders playoff pretenders surprise run. If there's a team out there, we think there's going to be a surprise run and then better try next year. And I think we know some teams that are going to be in that group. So we're going to group, we're going to, tr- we're going to go through this and and group these teams, uh, how we see it. And then we'll put that out for your
1: reactions. Uh,
0: one so hoping quick thing,
1: Dave, um, the surprise run, we can each only pick one. So we can't have 97 teams in the surprise run. Okay. Yes. You remember last year, my famous Tennessee Titans, Malik Willis. And, dude, it set up perfectly. They had a potential late playoff run. And yep. Tannehill was hurt, and here comes my boy from Liberty. Now, alas, he did not perform as nope. the Liberty Flame graduates expect. <laughs> yeah, he flamed, he flamed out. He, <laughs> <you>. Oh, <laughs> dad jokes about ah, it. Yes. Um, That's the truth.
0: Oh, but, yes. yes.
1: So only one team, please, in most, So uh, when you go for your surprise team. So, Dave, I'll, I'll start the nominations off if you're ready. Jared, yep. you're ready. Um, for probably the easiest one, the defending world champion Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes in the prime of his with Hall of Fame career, teetering on, you know, will he be one of the best ever, yeah. Andy Reid, yeah. Um, continues to get the respect and love of his players uh, seems to the off field distraction with his son and all that stuff seems to be uh, not a distraction anymore, or at least not brought up uh, moving on at the offensive coordinator in your position would be interesting for sure. Uh, where will you gentlemen like to put the Kansas city chiefs in one of our cheers, Dave. We'll start with you since I cut you off at the right.
0: beginning. No, that's okay. Uh, I'm going to put them in the better try next year category. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right. no, 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 oh. no, no. Just kidding. That's where we'd love to see the Chiefs, uh, particularly for those of us Bills fans. <laughs> no, i uh, the Chiefs are right there. I mean, Super Bowl favorites all the way around. There's no, you know, there's no doubt there. Um, they have all the pieces together. Everybody's healthy. everything looks great for them. Uh, Vegas Insider has them at the over under of 11 and a half, which is tops well, uh, below. tops in the AFC. Uh, so uh, yeah, for me, I, I'm in agreement, Mike Kansas City, uh, definitely in the Super Bowl favorite category.
1: Uh, that seems a low 11 and a half. They start their schedule lions, Jaguars, bears, jets, Vikings, Broncos. It's not exactly, uh, you know, going to challenge them as long as they're engaged, you know? So I'm, I'm surprised 11 and a half. That seems low to me. Um, Isaiah Pacheco uh, continues to just be a stud for them. Catch the ball out of the backfield. Edwards, a layer back, and healthy. Travis, Kelsey, best tight end in the history of football or at least in the conversation um so Jared where would you slot Kansas City Chiefs do they have enough defense I guess it comes down to right yeah especially
2: if Chris Jones decides to hold out first eight weeks of the season like he uh is is threatening to do via social media which we saw here in Pittsburgh firsthand uh with Le'Veon Bell uh, be sure to heed those warnings and the threats online because they can very well come to fruition and then your whole season can be derailed because of it. Um, sure. I'm still holding this as a Super Bowl contending team. It's going to be a little bit interesting, though, this year. Uh, you know, They lost Tyreek Hill last year. They lose Juju Smith-Schuster uh, this offseason. Receiver-wise, obviously, Kelsey is what he is. Easily one of the best pass catchers in the league right now, and and you mentioned it, Mike. Will go down as one of the greatest tight ends of all time. There's no doubt about that. But after right, that, right. what what are you looking at, weapon wise? You know, yeah. Kadarius Tony came in from the Giants. He's been injured and hasn't been proven as a guy that's going to be sure about that. Right, right. He's he's not going to be a guy. that you can rely on. on I, I don't I don't have any doubt that Andy Reid has uh, complete control over his his program and his his organization. Uh, Sky Moore, who's actually a a Pittsburgh guy and and somebody Mm -hmm. who we were very familiar with uh, in these parts, um, looked to be a guy that could be very, very high up on Mahomes' trust list. Uh, But, you know, I I think, you know, I, I like what Pacheco brought to the table. I feel as though... As long as you have Mahomes, you're going to have a chance offensively, no matter who he's getting the ball or who's throwing the ball, uh, who he's throwing it to. Uh, okay. I just just got to watch. Um, they may not be as dominant as they have been in years past because they've lost some people, and if the the young guys step up, that they could be just fine, just like they have been. But I, I would say yes, they're still in the Super Bowl contention uh, category but they're probably towards the bottom of that Super Bowl contention category uh, in my book. Uh, Not that that means anything because they could easily make it right back to the championship once again.
1: Sure, absolutely. All right, uh, let's move on, gentlemen, to uh, another team that made a lot of off-season noise in the Denver Broncos. Not in the uh, sense that it was all positive, although Russell Wilson seems to have been uh, duly... Um, humiliated. Um, and, you know, I don't think he has an office in the locker room anymore. Uh, Sean Payton <laughs> came out and trashed your boy uh, Hackett. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. <laughs> yeah, your Syracuse buddy, Double Dip and Jared. Um, yep. But there's a lot of talent on this team. Uh, so I'm interested to see, David, where you have the Denver Broncos. For the 2023
0: season you know i i feel like there's going to be some improvement there uh i don't think there's there's know, has to be any way to not improve over a team that was 5 and 12 last year mm. um i don't know i i still threw them in the in the better try next year category i think it's just it's still going to be a bit of a struggle You know Russell Wilson is another year older. Yes, he's he's got Sean Payton, you know the quarterback whisperer, if you will. But uh, you know Russell Wilson has had a lot of really good years, Um, and I'm sure Payton will help him. But I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. You know Jerry Judy got hurt again, and and that's a big blow. Um, uh, Yeah. So I I've got them in the better try next year because I just. I just don't see enough talent there. That's that's my take.
1: Well, Jared, what say you? Um,
0: definitely
2: at the the way that the season ended last year, they were better luck next year. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And that's after, you know, we're talking about the Jets being paper champions this offseason. The Broncos were the paper champions last year um, at this right. time. Uh, so they really had a fall from grace, even though they didn't prove anything on the field. And, you know, and we saw that with Cleveland in years past as well. I mean, it's just it happens. Um, I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'll say playoff pretenders for Denver this year. OK, I still don't think that they have what it takes to be a legitimate contender in the AFC. Uh, but they're going to definitely improve from the garbage, the dumpster fire that we saw last year in my book. Uh, Jerry Judy's health is a huge factor. Uh, How Russell Wilson handles being another year older will be another huge factor as well. I just feel as though um, Sean Payton, he he might bring in a better look for this team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that I'm the biggest Sean Payton fan because really at the end of the day, and and I guess um, people can knock Mike Tomlin for this too, but Sean Payton, other than the one good run of a year in, uh, in new orleans what did he yeah, really yeah. do in his career not much when you yeah. think about it uh and at the end of the day he had drew Brees, who was yeah arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time mm-hmm. for a long time and they weren't able to do much so if he wasn't there able to was do much with drew Brees, and all that, yeah. right like what yep. what do you expect with the back end of russell wilson's career so yep. You know, quarterback whisper, whisper all you want, but like, I don't know. I'll say playoff yeah. pretenders.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Dave and for my uh, vote and put him in the bottom category. I just don't. I mean, they're running backs, Javante Williams and, and Hahn. Uh, they signed Mims. Oh, and Mims is the rookie wide receiver who so, I, I'm excited, excited to for. It, but we'll okay. see.
2: Yeah, I'm excited but, to see what he's going to do, but yes, yeah. Still has a lot to prove.
1: Right. Um, uh, And I agree with you, with with the Sean Payton slander that you just threw out there in a nice and smiley way. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) I put them in the bottom category. (laughs) A nice and smiley way.
0: Slander.
1: Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders. All right. Early Garoppolo Uh, gets out of San Francisco and goes, you know, to... Vegas into the big Roomba. Uh, the coach is he for real? I mean, I I never saw it, but he is obviously a great coordinator. We saw last year in New England did without him was terrible. I'm forgetting his name. Can someone remind me?
0: Eric Bieniemy. Uh,
1: no, Raiders, McDaniel's right. Yeah. Yes. Josh oh oh yeah yeah.
0: oh yeah yeah Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry.
1: So. Is he really going to turn this thing around? I mean, they did sign Jacobs, but they let Waller walk, which I'm, as a giant fan, extremely excited about. I am going to say you should be happy for that. Yeah, Max yeah. Crosby and who else on defense? You know, uh, I don't know. I think they're getting a lot more love than they deserve. So I guess I'm throwing it out there first. I'm going to put them in the pretender category. Like, sure, there's an outside shot, but, you know, I don't have a lot of confidence in them, Jared. What say you?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you there, Mike. Um, you know, I, like we mentioned at the top of this the show, I like Garoppolo where he's going, um, but in terms of wide receiving weapons, I don't think that the team really is is set well, um, and the run game can only take you so far in this this league. I mean, unless you're Derrick Henry. Uh, which I get it. You know, Jacobs is a, uh, he's a Alabama disciple. So you would think that uh, sure. he'd, he'd fit the, fit the mold. But at, at the end of the day, he can't shoulder all the burden. Um, you know, when you saw with Derek Carr last year, it fell apart for them. You know, Hunter Renfro is like their best option to throw to like, that's a problem. Like yeah.
0: Hunter
1: Renfro
2: is a good piece to have, but
0: sure. the Number one receiver. No, definitely no, uh,
1: not. Probably a great slot, an average two, and an underwhelming one. I would, I would say, right. Hunter Infra.
2: Right. So, I, I no, I'll go uh, pretenders as well.
0: There, David. Yeah. No, I, I'm feeling. Yes, I, I was feeling that as well. Look, the Raiders were six and nine uh, there, and they were right on the fringe, and then lost. You know, the last couple games there. Uh, six and eight. Sorry, six and yes, they were six and eight and lost the last three there. Uh, to end the season, uh, looking at their schedule to start out this year, um, it, it's there's definitely some difficulty. Uh, you know, Broncos, Bills, Steelers, Chargers, Packers, Patriots. So, some uh, solid teams there. you know, solid teams, not. You know, like not every team is going to overwhelm you, but it, it, it's also not, I, I don't see an easy game in there uh, as far as the Raiders go. And you think about the start and obviously with Garoppolo, there's always the health issues there, but I feel like there's enough talent, you know, they're able to do some things. I also had them in the playoff pretenders.
1: All right, so three teams so far in the AFC West. Three different uh, categories. We slotted them, and I like where we're going. Uh, so this last one in, in the AFC West will be a test. Then the the, uh, the
0: Chargers LA Chargers, the Los
1: Angeles. I almost said the San Diego word, but mm-hmm. uh, listen, boys. Well, I'll let you guys go first. I went first last time.
2: Jared, yeah. what do
1: you think about the Chargers?
2: Well, if uh, you remember back to our podcast last year uh, at this time, I was really high on Justin Herbert and uh, I'm still very, very confident that he is going to turn into uh, something special. Uh, you know, and I feel as though LA is, they're thinking the same thing. They wouldn't have given him that giant contract. Otherwise, I think he's the second highest paid quarterback in the league now. So now it's time to step up and show what you're made of, you know, a kid out of Oregon who has been there for a few years. that uh, is. you Going to really have to lead this team to the promised land, a place where they haven't been uh, really in a long time. What since the '80s when when they were uh, in the right. in the Super Bowl last? So uh, it has been a long time. But I'm on the brink of playoff contender and Super Bowl contender with this one. Um, I'm going to say playoff contender just because I don't know how I feel about their defense. Um, the weapons are there offensively. I'm very high on. I mean. Keenan Allen is what he is. We know what he is. Mike Williams uh, is a guy who is definitely trustworthy as well, uh, but I'm very high on Quentin Johnston, the uh, rookie wide receiver out of TCU. Uh, adding into that mix, he could make a huge difference in that offense. You, know, you have three very, very viable wide receivers for uh, Justin Herbert, along with Eckler, who is going to provide what he Eckler provides Um, You know, a guy who was a little disgruntled this offseason, but ended up uh, coming to camp and had no issues uh, being with the team through the month of August. So I I love what the offense could provide with L.A. Not so sure about the defense. We'll see. I'll put them as playoff contenders.
0: David? Ah, so I'm gonna go out early here, and this is my team that I'm putting in the surprise run. Um, I think that so was that. How was that? It's it's
1: I should have gone first, yeah. You know, they're
0: one of those teams, and and Jared kind of hit on a lot of it. You know, there's there's a lot of potential there. Um, I think you know, the last few years, certainly, we've kind of thought the chargers are going to take off. They're going to do something. um, And it's just, they always seem to kind of find some small bumps in the road, but uh, I, I, this is my surprise team uh, to make a run. When you look at their schedule, it's not horrible. Uh, You know, there's some pieces they play, you know, Dallas and Kansas city back to back they're coming off their bye which is the bye week for them is week 5. So uh, that early. I think is that's ugly and that's early but you get the Cowboys and the Chiefs, you know, then there's you know some other challenging and they finish up Bills, Broncos, Chiefs. So uh you know there's there's some tough spots in there but there's some when there I think there's some some definitely very winnable games uh you know they've got uh, the NFC central or the NFC North. Should I say, my gosh, how old am I? Uh, (laughs) you know, they've got the NFC North as their divisional opponents, uh, from the NFC. So I, I really like them. Uh, I've always liked Justin Herbert. Um, and, you know, and my thing is Mike Williams has got to stay healthy. He's had a lot of issues the last couple years. Uh, and when he's healthy, they're amazing. And he's got, he's got to stay healthy. Um, and so does Eckler Eckler, you know, last year, probably had the healthiest year that he's had. Um, and he was just, you know, unbelievable. So I, I the defensive stuff obviously is a struggle. And I think the teams that are going to do really well are the teams that have really good defenses, but I could see the chargers making a run.
1: Yeah. I think the AFC West is like the pack 12 this year, all quarterback play and no defense. And, uh, and this only is,
0: four of them left. <laughs> right. And only four
1: of them left. Good point, Dave. Did you? Uh Austin Eckler, yeah, he's on the back end of his running back window at 34 years old. And and sure, he was right to make a stink. I think he's been drastically underrated, you know, yeah. in, in previous years. Uh, but I like their depth, you know, Josh Kelly, Isaiah Spiller, you know, yes, there's fall off, but it's not terrible. I love their wide receiver, core, if healthy, of course. And like you said, Quentin Johnson's a man amongst boys. But I really love their offensive line. You know, I think that they've been consistent and paid those guys. Uh, you know, with Rashawn Slater just handling the left tackle spot, like you know, no one's getting past that dude. I don't care Max Crosby or whoever. Um, so I'm going to put them in the contender. Um, they were going to be my surprise team, but I can pivot because um, I don't want two of the same David. David mm-hmm. um but uh there we are so Dave pick the next division
0: all Where right we're in the AFC.
1: uh yeah all let's AFC. See. all the time uh, Karen. yes sorry no, um you're in, my gosh so four teams in the last four different categories yeah that's let's, interesting let's go to, let's go to
0: the AFC south let's David. So let's go to the AFC South, um, a division that has been over the, you know the last bunch of years dominated by the Tennessee Titans, who, um, you know, started out great. We thought they were going to be terrible last year. Um, they you know ripped off to a great start and then lost seven games in a row to end the year. Uh, and opened the door for those Jacksonville Jaguars to sneak in who they won five in a row to end the year and, and get into the playoffs uh, and are, are really um, a team to be reckoned with, I think, but let's, let's start with the Houston Texans and the Texans, not the greatest team, <laughs> certainly. um. A lot of you know not great things going on with them the last few years. You have obviously the Deshaun Watson, you know, nonsense that goes on. Um, you know, 313 and one last year, really, really a, a team I think that is going to continue to struggle. Um, I have them in my better try next year category. Uh I, I you know that are they gonna improve from three wins? Probably, but it might be four, it might be five. Uh I don't I, I don't see much much more from the Houston Texans. Uh Jared, what do you think? You're yeah. you're nodding your head for those of you watching us on YouTube.
2: Totally in agreement. Um better luck next year for the Texans. You could say that uh with pretty uh pretty Uh, dominating confidence. I think, Um, you know, in terms of quarterback play, Stroud may turn into something good, Uh, but uh, what's around him because, you know, that matters. It matters a lot. And, um, you know, it's still a young team that they're trying to, if you, if you really go back, Houston has been reeling since um, Bill O'Brien was there Yeah, Bill O'Brien, the coach, wasn't the issue. Bill O'Brien, the GM just absolutely destroyed sure. that team, yep. uh, and they really haven't recovered since. So, uh, because of that, and you know, they were you. you guys mentioned it that Deshaun Watson stuff really didn't help any uh, matters. Uh, so I'm going to go better luck next year for Houston, and, and it may be better luck next few years because it might <laughs> be a, some tough sledding continuing here in the AFC South.
1: Yeah, I have nothing to add D'Amico to Ryans. I feel bad because I like him as a player. It seems oh, yeah. a good dude, you know, but uh, I'm afraid he's going to be the scapegoat next season when they try the next coach. Um, but until... <laughs> try the next coach. Nice. Well, until ownership wants to invest some real money and real resources in developing players, this is just yep. what they're going to be. And, and, and really, that's too bad because there's very few of these franchises that are allowed to exist. so... Uh, to see one wasted hurts my, hurts my heart, but yeah, really right in the bottom. Take them right in the bottom, Dave.
0: Okay. Um, I do another team. I think that's, you know, intriguing, uh, but might still be struggling a bit. The Indianapolis Colts, uh, four, 12 and one last year. That's another team in that division that lost their last seven games. Uh, there is hope there though. Uh, you know, they drafted Anthony Richardson. Uh they've named him the starter. You know, uh, say what you want. Uh, you know, he's he's another one of these in the mold of he's able to move around a bit. He's got a decent arm. Uh but but what does he have around him I think is another struggle uh as far as the Colts go uh and where did i throw i threw them also in my better try next year category um they're they're definitely in a full-on rebuild there uh in indianapolis jared
2: yeah i'm gonna agree with you there uh better luck next year for the colts um anthony richardson again may pan out over time i don't think this is the year especially with the Contentious issues that they have with Jonathan Taylor, as we speak, who oh, is yes. actively on the open market. And if he would happen to get dealt in the next week before the season begins, that could really throw a wrinkle into a lot of stuff. Uh, so that's an issue. The Colts have a soft spot in my heart, though. Uh, and uh, Dave, you might uh, you might know that uh, Zaire Franklin has been one of the uh, mainstays in the defense over the yes. last couple of years. Uh, for Indianapolis but uh, even more so uh, yeah you got the Syracuse connection there but uh Rodney Thomas who was a uh defensive back out of Harvard who and or excuse me Yale wrong wrong Ivy League school Yale don't want to <laughs> disrespect him uh, he, he's a guy that's actually local here as well he actually played football and basketball with my brother um so uh they uh have the personal connection there too and and he ended up being a, a pretty important piece to their defense uh on the back end. So I want to see them succeed. Yes. But once again, I, I'm not seeing much on paper there uh as much as Anthony. And you know how it goes. It, these these uh first year quarterbacks, and how many times have we seen it where they get put through the meat grinder in their first year when if they got a team that really has no stability? Um, so and and that could easily end up derailing careers. We've seen that as well. Uh, so hopefully that doesn't happen with Richardson. Uh, but I'm going to say uh, they, they've got some years before they're going to be any contenders.
1: Well, I'm glad, Jared, you didn't say you knew someone or related to somebody that knows Anthony Richardson. Because right. I mean, I'm going to spoil it for you both. He's terrible. Okay, yeah. He's not going to win. <laughs> He's, He's not going to be the quarterback in two years. He's So here's Anthony Richardson's college career drop back on first down, throw the ball 20 yards out of bounds. RPO that he hands it off to the wrong guy on the second down, third down, throws the pass to the tight end over the middle, 10 feet over his head and gets his ribs broken by the safety. That's his, I mean, that's his career. Uh, one time, two years ago, he had some great plays to beat uh, your boys at Syracuse and showed some athleticism. Uh, I just don't see it. I don't see any accuracy, arm strength, uh, intelligence, all of the things that you need to be a successful quarterback. Wow. He's super athletic and that's it. Um so you can guess where I have these guys. yeah you guys do.
0: Consensus. Yeah. yeah. Uh Mike uh be about
1: Sam Ellinger. That'd be the starting quarterback. Congratulations. If Don't Mike forget Mike is, about Minchu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: geez. If Mike is on the 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 scouts for the Colts boy. And they, and they picked Richardson after listening to all of that, they are wow. in some serious trouble out, yeah. there in Indianapolis. Um, yeah. We mentioned, I mentioned the Tennessee Titans with the seven straight losses to end the year. Uh, what the heck are they, is this team doing? I mean, you, you certainly have Derrick Henry who is a, you know, an otherworldly weapon and and all of that, but geez, can can we decide what the heck we're doing at quarterback? Is it Tannehill? Mm-hmm. Is it Liberty Flame Out? Is it somebody else? Um, you know, they let um Brown go last year, and and that really just you know kind of crippled their offense. Uh what the heck are they doing? Geez, they only scored 298 points last year. Um you know, what seemed to be kind of like a model franchise and going along. And now what the heck is going on, uh, there in Tennessee, where the heck did I put them? Oh, I don't even as <laughs> I, as I totally just bashed them. Uh, I have yeah. them in the playoff pretenders, uh, you know, they have some opportunities to win some games, certainly because of Derrick Henry, but, uh, when it comes right down to it, that they're not going to make the playoffs, but they might be close as far as that goes. Uh, Jared, what do you think?
2: I'm going to agree with you there, uh, playoff pretenders. And <laughs> if things really go awry, they might slip into the better luck next year. <laughs> um, I just don't have any faith in Mike Vrabel at this point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I want to like Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he shows passion, uh, but – You can't divert your quarterback plans as quickly as they did last year. If Malik Willis wasn't ready, then he shouldn't have been thrown in. Like, and I get it. You know, Tannehill had his struggles and and uh, parts of injury, but
1: Mm -hmm.
2: they're going to roll with him first. I mean, I think you have to. Yeah. Then they bring in Mister Mayonnaise with uh, Will Levis. Who Who (laughs) knows what's going to happen there? Uh, you know, he puts
1: mayonnaise in his coffee, Dave. Don't get disgusting. your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, yeah, right,
2: right. Between <laughs> that and muffins, I don't know if you saw the video. It was
1: really gross. Um, <laughs> I've see seen nothing since the down on the muffin. Sorry. Right.
0: Oh. Oh. So, DMC.
1: Yeah,
0: American that's a real good one. Real good one there.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Meanwhile, DeAndre Hopkins comes in here, and you know that would have been an exciting move five years ago, but right. I'm not. Definitely not moving the needle for me uh, now in 2023 and Burks who I'm I'm high on I think that he's a great receiver and and could be their best option is banged up so he's yeah. he got hurt here in the preseason so and Derrick Henry's another year older you know mm-hmm, not that he's right, going to be right. ineffective but the wheels are going to start slowing down at some point you know it's not like uh, it's not a Tom Brady situation that could go on and on and on uh for an extended period of time so I don't know. We'll see. But I, I'm going to go pretenders as well. Um, and defense is going to be
1: suspect for them, too. Yep. The, this will be a good team to, if you're into gambling, bet against first half of the year because they're still going to get a lot of love on reputation and Derrick Henry. Um, and by the midseason, we'll know exactly who they are, which I, I agree. I'll, I'll give them a pretender because, you know, we have seen Tannehill show some – Signs of life occasionally in the past. Derek Henry is still stud, you know, even though he's older. So, uh, got to give him a little bit of love as far as pretender, and not uh, see it next year. But that's as far as I'm willing to go, boys.
0: Yeah, no, and that that makes a lot of sense, Mike. When you look at schedule wise, in the first eight weeks, they have the Saints, the Browns, the Colts, and the Falcons. So, you know, they very well could have, you know, four wins there. Um, and, and be one of those teams. You're like, Oh yeah, maybe they are gonna, you know, pretend for a little while. So, um, very good there, uh, as far as the Titans go. And then last but not least in that division is the defending champions, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence, another year older and wiser, uh, Travis Etienne off of a decent year, you got, you know, Zay Jones, the former Bills product, who they, you know, he and uh Trevor Lawrence really seem to have some connection there late in the season and in the playoffs. Uh, you know, this is a team that you know that and the and the defense obviously I think is is you know maybe a little bit better than people think. I have the the Jacksonville Jaguars in the playoff contenders uh list as far as that goes. I you know, I just think they're an up-and-coming team and you know there's going to be some pressure on them this year, obviously. And they're, you know, they're going to need to adapt to that and and adjust to not sneaking up on people anymore. But um that's a team that I think is 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 right there and is going to be a playoff contender, particularly in this division where you've got three teams that we just talked about that are not very good. Jared, what do you think?
2: Oh, I'm going to echo some of what you said. And I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to take Mike's pick. Hopefully this isn't your surprise team, because that's the surprise team for me. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. Um and, and if you'd like to if you'd like to take it I, I you wouldn't blindly give another go
1: ahead. Uh, I have <laughs> the so choice now and when we get there, <laughs> particular will understand who I'm going
0: to.
2: So go. um, yeah. my my thing with Jacksonville is you really have to be excited about what you saw, um, heading into that playoff matchup. Uh, they really gelled. Uh, And there's a couple of names offensively that Dave didn't mention. Christian Kirk being one. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Mike loves coming over there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he's paid handsomely to go over there. And people are thinking, what are they doing? Why did they give him that much money? But he showed that he has connections with Lawrence. No problem there. And then, Mike, I'm sure you're very familiar with Evan Ingram's services. And uh, he is a sneaky, solid tight end. Uh, yes. And I think those complement uh, Lawrence and what he's doing. Uh, so because of that, I'm going to look for Jacksonville to be the surprise run. And I and I always try to pick some dark horses in terms of um, you know throwing a little bit of money on on somebody that might have a chance to squeak it into the Super Bowl. And I'll tell you, one of those teams for me this year is Jacksonville. I have a bet on them to win the Super Bowl, which. Sure, a lot of people wouldn't think is going to happen, but I just feel as though I love the way the team was moving direction wise at the end of last year, and if they can build on it, they can be a force to be reckoned with here in this AFC.
0: You know their schedule. um, When you look at it, it's it is not challenging considering they finished first in their division. Uh, Division so brutal. Yeah, you know the first six weeks they have the Colts twice. Uh, the Texans and the Falcons, you know, those are four. Now the other two are Kansas city and Buffalo. um, But then saints Steelers, the Bye. they do have the 49ers, but you know, uh, Titans, obviously the Texans, again, the Browns, the bank, uh, the Buccaneers, uh, the Panthers and the Titans. Uh,
1: There's a lot, lot, there
0: is a lot of winnable games on that schedule for this team. Um, so I, I, I'm totally in support of your selection there, Jared.
1: My fear with this team, uh, offensively, you didn't mention also Calvin Ridley coming back. Oh, yes. Uh, uh gonna oh be, my yeah, that's going to be a huge X factor, you know, yeah. defensively, the, the, obviously will be the key. Will they be able to step up when it counts? And that soft schedule actually doesn't, I think helps them. Uh, yeah. I'd rather see them challenged a little with a young defense. Uh, you know Can Trayvon Walker get some pass rush? And, you know, what can they cover? Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. But also off the field, or not off the field, on the sideline, I have an adult running the organization, you know, with Doug Peterson, uh, even though it's rumored <laughs> that he likes the upside-down pineapple swinger scene. But we won't go there. Family <sighs> show. Uh, Doug Peterson, Mr. Visor, uh, knows how to coach him in football so uh he also knows how to make a great pina colada but different story for a different (laughs) day that's a different uh i like these as contenders as well the jaguars and yes they were when i said i can pivot to a second team that was the first one that came to mind so when we get to the central here boys the feces is going to hit the rotary oscillator or the shit's (laughs) going to hit the fan however you want to say it
0: however you want to say it uh (laughs) So, Mike, we talked about waiting and, and doing the AFC North uh, last with a focus on the Steelers. So, I guess... Oh, I
1: said Central again,
0: huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: Did. but Yeah.
0: It's... Oh, we both did. Well, um, yeah. But well, so, I guess we're going AFC East, Mike. So, sure. what do you...
1: Well, we got to start with... Um you know, the propaganda show that is Hard Knocks <laughs> and uh, Aaron Rodger, Aaron Rodgers' personal recruiting film for whatever starlet's next in his uh, crosshairs. Uh, the New York football Jets, uh, not only have they improved drastically at quarterback, but their skill positions, I mean, their running back room is just ridiculous and probably too heavy for, you know, there's only one football to go around. Uh, too heavy as far as talent. Um I think this team on defense is as solid as I've seen a Jet team and really an AFC East team since Championship Patriots Day. But I, you know I hate to say that because your team's in there. Um so I have to put them solidly in contender. Um I do think Rogers is obviously being overhyped, but if he can live up to Ninety percent of it, which he's proven he can, um, they're going to have a real chance uh, to go fairly deep in the playoffs. Not ready to call him a Super Bowl contender for sure, uh, but or uh, you know Super Bowl, but definitely a playoff contender.
0: Yep, no, so- I, I, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I think what's challenging for the Jets, um, their schedule early on. Um yeah. they have an early buy in week six. Here's the first six games. They open up obviously with the Bills, then they play the Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, Broncos and Eagles mm-hmm. in their first six games. Uh so I we're going to know right away at that bye sure. week, you know, what are the New York Jets may and then they come out of the bye and play the Giants. So uh, we're going to know right away uh what is the impact of Aaron Rodgers their defense is top notch, Mike. I completely agree with you. It's going to keep them in a lot of games, uh, potentially until Aaron Rodgers gets, you know, gets some rhythm with all the offensive players uh, there with the Jets. I, it's a very talented team, uh, and I think there's a lot of reasons to, you know, jump on the bandwagon here. But uh, let's be honest: this is still the New York Jets, and I think there's a lot. A lot there to say. There's some hesitation there. Um, I also had them in the playoff contenders, and and that's because of Aaron Rodgers. Quite honestly, he's going to make that offense better. He's going to make some plays that uh, Zach Wilson was not able to make last year. And that's going to be the difference in some of these games, no doubt. Jared, you're nodding your head, so what do you think?
2: Yeah, totally in agreement with you two. Uh, Playoff contenders for me. Rodgers really sets them in that category because they probably would be pretenders otherwise. Uh, If Zach Wilson was leading this charge, I don't think that this team would have half the success that Aaron Rodgers is going to bring. Uh, But to what the both of you have been saying all it's going to take is a few bad weeks and this team could find themselves in a pretty bad situation.
1: I don't so know if it's going to, to happen.
2: Picture, yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you know, the connection between Rogers and Garrett Wilson should be electric uh, at the end of the day. Garrett Wilson looks like, you know, I'm talking, we were talking Pickens earlier, with the yeah. Steelers, Garrett Wilson looks like he could be another top five receiver in mm-hmm. the coming years. Uh, especially if he has a guy like Rogers throwing to him, and if anybody's tuned into uh, the propaganda show, as you mentioned, uh, Mike, uh, <laughs> you know, it, Rogers only throws to players that he trusts, and I don't think he wants to throw to Randall Cobb, even though uh, Cobb is there in in New York, and he, he
0: advocated me. for Cobb too. Yes. He wanted him there.
2: You also have Miko uh, Hardman there, which is a little right. interesting, and and if I'm not mistaken, is it, uh, is Valdez Scantling there too? Um, I I There's another. I don't know if I've seen
1: him. It doesn't mean he's
2: not. Um, I forget if it's him or, you know or Lazard. No, no, has... no, you know what? It's Lazard. Uh, right. MVS oh, yeah. is still Alan with Lizard. with Kansas yeah. City. Lazard yeah. is is the one that left Kansas City and and went to New York. Um right. So that wide receiver room looks pretty crowded we're talking about a crowded running back room which i agree with you you know uh, Brees hall at the end of the day should be the guy oh, yeah. uh, coming right. off of the uh, unfortunately uh, the the acl injury through his rookie season uh, but dalvin cook in the fold that's going to take a share of of touches away and i hope it doesn't mess any chemistry up for their sake but it might because uh, you also still have michael carter who is a solid play, uh, player and then Izzy Abanaconda, who uh, is a pit guy. Yes. He mm-hmm. uh, came over from the Panthers, and I was really hoping that he was going to be able to fall in the, the mid-rounds to, to stay here in Pittsburgh. But he ends up going to New York, which is his home. He's a Brooklyn guy. If you watch the uh, Hard knock series, you've, you've seen that spotlighted. Uh, he's He was injured in one of the preseason games, but uh, that, that running back room's loaded, as you guys mentioned. And then the defense, uh, there's nothing to be said. The defense is going to be one of the best defenses in yes. the league, in my opinion. So, yep. uh, th- there's a lot of talent. Too much talent to to not be up in that conversation. So, okay. playoff contenders for me. Yep. I'm
1: very interested where you guys are going to go here. Uh, oh, the here new it comes England Patriot. Down, down, down. Here comes Bill Belichick, and um, you know the the vaunted uniform. Of the New England Patriots. By the way, they're bringing back
2: those sweet like uh, colonial helmets, like the the Patriot. You know, like snapping the the football. Oh, with Pat the
0: Patriot on him.
2: Yeah, yes. Which is easily one of the best uniforms ever, in in my book. Not that I'm ever. I've not been a Patriot fan. Uh, but there is there's something about that uniform, the white helmet with the red jersey off. Oh, yes, it's it's just fantastic. yep,
0: no, i I agree. I'm not a huge Patriots fan, obviously, but that that is that is definitely one of the the better jerseys um, in the league. Uh, boy, I just too inconsistent as far as I'm concerned with the Patriots. Uh, I like Mac Jones. I, I think he's a decent quarterback. Um, I, I think he's got a lot to offer, but I just, they just don't have a lot of options, you know, and I, I think that's just, I don't know. I, I just, I, yeah, offensively, it's a struggle. I just can't get behind the Patriots at this point. I just feel like time has passed and the other teams are better than them in, in, the, in the division, just in the division. And that's where you need to make your mark to get to the playoffs. And I just don't think the Patriots have enough uh, as far as that goes. I do have them in the playoff pretenders because I still think they have some talent and they can win some games, but not enough to to make the playoffs uh, and and their schedule. My gosh. I mean, they open up with the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Cowboys the first four weeks. I mean, let's be honest. The Patriots could be 0-4 after that. Oh, no. Um, you know, and uh, you know, at, at Oh, and four, it's, it's, and they haven't been, they still would have two games with the bills. Um, you know, the giants, the chiefs, that, that's, that's just not, they're just not talented enough to overcome that. As far as I'm concerned.
2: Jared, I, I'm going to go a step lower. I think new England's in the better luck next year category. And it's for those reasons you mentioned, Dave, on top of you forgot a team that I think a lot of people are, are maybe forgetting about in Miami, uh, who mm-hmm. we'll get to here. Uh, if, if Tua is going to be healthy, I, I don't think that Miami is any joke either. No, so not I at think all. It's, it's, it's very, uh, very plausible that you're going to see new England finish in the basement of this division. Uh, and it could be by a wide margin, uh, especially if they struggle offensively. I think the defense will keep them competitive to a point, but I'm going to go better luck next year for new England Ah, uh, because I look at the weapons. Uh, you're you're thinking uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who I like, is yep. a great uh, great running back. Uh, you bring a very, uh, from what reports have said, out of shape Ezekiel Elliott into the fold. I don't know yep. what that's going to really do to help. Um, maybe shoulder some of the load, but I don't think it's going to really help too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then receiver wise, yeah, they bring in uh, Juju Smith Schuster, who. Proved to be a pretty reliable target in Kansas City, but that's with Mahomes. You know, not Mac yeah, Jones. Sure. There's a there's a pretty big step down uh, quarterback uh, between, those that, uh, between those two teams. After that, you got an aging you didn't tight end Bailey Zappi. Oh, well, it could I, be Bailey team. I was going to say Zappi. <laughs> in in I'm times, not to it. No. he looks better than Mac Jones, but I don't think that uh, Belichick's going to go that direction. Uh, I think so, they are still
1: going to start with Mac. I'm with you, Jared. Uh, to break the tie, better luck next year. I think uh, Belichick, the GM, was not going to go to the Hall of Fame. Belichick, the coach, absolutely, obviously. Um, we always questioned his drafting because of you know, Tom Brady and, and some other obviously very key defensive players um, to win all those championships, but now, fourth year with a cover, not great. You know, uh, you go back to last year, they drafted that lineman early and it's like, and, and then his uh, grade was mediocre at best through the whole season. Of course he can improve, you know, and they do have some studs on defense and, and they're going to be, it's going to be a new England game. Every time defense is going to be tough. They're going to run the ball. You're going to leave there bruised, but you're going to leave there with a win. So I agree. Uh, get to the bottom with you, Billy Belichick. Let's go right there to the Miami Dolphins. Last we saw Tua, he was sipping applesauce from a straw. Um, <laughs> his fingers were making gang signs. Well, he came back from that. terrible. It was an obviously terrible injury. Making light of it now because you know, he is fine. Um, by the way, how many years of eligibility does his brother have left at Maryland? Like 19? Dude's been there forever. Dead. Yeah, this has got to be it, right? But anyway... <laughs> Tremendous amount of weapons for me, for Miami. It comes down to, do you t- trust the coach? And I don't know that I do. He's interesting. He's fun. He's yeah. definitely different. But I don't know uh, they have that hard nose, toughness, playoff, football, get it done um, against all odds uh, with that leadership. So I'm going to call them a playoff pretender. Which I know is not popular amongst most people, but that's where I'm going. Jared, what say you? Yeah, I could see that, um,
2: and I'm really on the brink of pretender and contender. Uh, sure. Just the way I the way I feel, um, I'm going to go and slip them into the the category just a step higher. I'm going to say contender okay. uh, because I feel as though uh, out of the is. teams, yeah, out of the teams in this division, I feel as though Miami could easily make a run. Uh, for the top of it with Buffalo. So, uh, and again, all depends on Tua's health. Also, all depends on how their defense is going to hold. Uh, because yeah. people were very high on the Miami defense going into last season, and they kind of disappointed in a lot of different ways the last couple of years. So I got war out. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that all plays out. But I'm going to go a step higher. I'll say playoff contenders for the Dolphins. Yeah, so that's days, that's
0: yep, that's where I had them as well. I, I agree with Jared. Uh fourth worst in points allowed in the AFC last year at 399. Uh definitely the defense was a disappointment. Um, but I think there's, Vegas
1: insider have, buddy. Oh yeah. Let me look at that.
0: So Vegas Jared. insider for the Dolphins, uh nine and a half. Okay. So that's you know, that's putting them in that ten and seven, which is gonna be, you know, that's gonna be playoffs. I don't
1: know if that's enough. Yeah. That's my
0: but but that puts them in a contender's spot, right? You know, if if they're ten and seven, they're you know, they're gonna be contending. Uh, whether they actually make it or not is another thing, but they they will be contending. I, I think that's the case here. Obviously, Tua's health is a huge, huge piece. Um, is he going to be able to stay healthy? Are they going to be able to protect him? Um, and I think it comes back to what Mike said as far as the coaching goes. What are the what's the play calling going to look like? And are they going to put him in spots where he is, you know, more vulnerable, or are they going to try to protect him a little more? Uh, there's definitely some spots when he's out there uh, with the opportunity to get dinged up. Uh, you know, they have a tough schedule too. You know, they have to sure. play the Eagles. They have to play the Chiefs. Uh, all the AFC East teams are playing the NFC East teams this year. So for both divisions, I, I, I think that's awesome. really, really challenging. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day who was saying that this is a natural Eastern rivalries uh, that I think enhance those games beyond, you know, what somebody on the West coast might think uh, there's going to be some real intensity in those matchups. So uh, I think that makes it challenging, but I agree. I, I I have them as playoff contenders.
1: Um. So we'll go to the last team in the East, but by way of disclosure or disclaimer, uh, Dave and I and Steve gross are going to record separately, a Bills, Giants, and Jets podcast, uh, each getting about 10 minutes or so for our teams. Um, So we're not going to, Dave and I are not going to break down uh, probably our opinion, but we'll certainly give our opinion. So we'll lean on Jared um, to be the deciding factor here. Dave, I love you, care about you. The Bills are playoff contenders i do not put them up with the kansas city Chiefs. I'll explain why at another time
0: mm, okay David,
1: we'll go to you first since
0: Jared's uh be first i three. i there is in my mind there's no way that there are any any place else other than super bowl favorites uh they're just too talented there's just too too Uh, They're just too good. And, uh, you know, these other teams in the division have got to step up and, you know, and, and beat them and beat them consistently. You know, the bills won the division by four games last year. So, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty substantial. So the other teams in the division, you know, I think that's the piece right there uh, that's going to put the Bills in Super Bowl contention, Uh, and I I don't see them sitting any other place. We'll obviously get into that a bit more. uh, Killing me not to argue with you. Um, (laughs) Yep. Well, you'll have an opportunity to argue (laughs) with me later. Um,
1: But Jared, be the voice of reason. Well, uh, and uh,
2: yeah, voice of reason. I. That's a good way to to put it. Uh, I'll break the tie. And I'll say Super Bowl contenders, but there are some qualifying.
0: I knew I liked you for some reason.
2: <laughs> are so factors it. with it um, for sure. I feel as though they've taken a bit of a step back defensively. Um, it, you, you lose Edmonds in the middle, and and don't get me wrong, Matt Milano is one of the best linebackers in the league. Uh, yep. I'm I'm very much a fan of of what he does. We'll see how the defense holds though throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I'm I'm kind of skep sketchy on the on the defensive side for Buffalo, especially from what I saw in the preseason game, where the ones were out on the field against the Steelers the entire time and looked lost. Now you can't take much out of a preseason game. I'm not no, saying. No, I agree. That, uh, but um it, it's a little a little concerning uh, when when you see a, a team, and it wasn't even like mistakes in terms of like physical mistakes it was mental errors you know that that team was penalized 13 14 times in that game with the majority of them coming in the first quarter and a half when your starters were in that needs to be changed obviously flip to the offensive side I really like what they have uh, in a couple of players. Obviously Josh Allen is what he is. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now and I don't think anybody can really say otherwise. And maybe Mike has a counterpoint to it, but uh you guys can get to that in the um in the Bills podcast, <laughs> the Bills Jets Giants podcast. But anyway. Um I like uh what Cook can bring as a running back. Uh we've saw a small sample size from him so far. Yep. I also like adding uh Harris into that backfield mm-hmm. as well. I really liked, I enjoyed Harris in New England, and and obviously Buffalo is very familiar with him when he came in, in the, uh, what was that, like the coldest game in the last 20 years?
0: Yeah, oh, I was there.
2: And pretty much took care of business single-handedly <laughs> yep. uh, against Buffalo. Now he's on the good guys, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what that backfield is going to produce. And we know about their major weapons uh, in, on the receiving side. One guy who I absolutely loved in the draft was Dalton Kincaid. Yes. Kincaid is probably going to be a huge X factor to this offense. And I I was happy to see that he went to a team like Buffalo. And I was even more happy to see him in person in that preseason game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he looks like he's already fitting in well with, with Josh Allen. Those two are already on the same page, which as a Buffalo fan, you would have to definitely be uh, happy about. So I'm going to say Super Bowl contenders and uh, look for them to be in the hunt, in, in the argument, although it's a very tough AFC East. That's, you know, and you have to keep that into effect. And and Dave, like you said, we're playing the NFC East, which is not going to be any cakewalk. So uh, the schedule doesn't really go well with what they're trying to do. A path uh, of least resistance, if you will, to the Super Bowl isn't really there for them this year, but no, still they still have plenty of talent, so yep. uh, they yep. should be right in that conversation.
0: Yep, and it's definitely you know they're, they're gonna have to play the Bengals, um, again. They have the only saving grace, uh, they have the Eagles on the Sunday after Thanksgiving, then they have the bye week, and then they play the Chiefs. So at least there's a, a gap in between uh, playing those two teams. Uh, but yes, I, I agree with you, Jared. The, the schedule does not really give them a whole lot of breaks. Uh, but, you know, at this point, you're, you're one of the top teams. You have to deal with that. And you just do what you need to do uh, as far as that goes. Um, all right. So what do we AFC have left? Time. The AFC. North, not the AFC central. Uh, (laughs) Those of you that are a little bit older would know that that used to be the case was the AFC central. Uh, So as we look at the central um, starting what, from what was the bottom uh, last year, the Cleveland Browns Uh, seven and 10 a year ago. Uh, You know, this is a team that had, Um, oh my gosh, why I can't think of his name, uh, Jacoby Brissett as the quarterback for a lot of the year, you know, waiting for Deshaun Watson to come back. And so now, you know, we get to see what, what does Deshaun Watson do, you know, with a full year, he certainly, uh, when he was with the Texans was very talented. Um, you know, the Texans didn't have a great team around him. Uh, at times, uh, but Deshaun Watson still remains to be a very talented player. Uh, and I think, you know, what the Browns do as far as success this year, uh, is really going to depend on a lot of what Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson does. Uh, but I have them in the better luck next year category. I, I just think there's, there's still a lot of struggle there. Uh, with the Browns. And I I just, I I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it trending upwards from last year. I see it trending down a a, a little bit. Jared, what say you?
2: Yeah, this is tough. Obviously uh, I have my reasons for not really uh, caring for Cleveland, (laughs) at least specifically in football. (laughs) Um, You know, I don't really have any disdain for uh, the city itself uh, or the other sports teams in town. Um, I'm really caught here. All the national pundits want to make them a legitimate playoff team. And they've been okay. trying to do that for the last, I don't know, probably five years now, ever since they won the playoff game against the Steelers uh, mm-hmm. down here in Pittsburgh. Uh, and look, they were, they deserved to win that game fair and square, but the team that three we're three more at, minutes
1: in the game, Pittsburgh wins it.
2: Sorry. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> some may say that, but at the end of the day, uh, that team that they put together that season, which was a weird year all around, mm-hmm. uh, is not what you're looking at on paper here. I, I don't nope. like what Deshaun Watson is going to uh, to bring to the table. I I just can't I can't get back back and and uh, think that he's going to just automatically solve any issue that Kevin Stefanski is dealing with in Cleveland. I, I have no faith in him anymore. At this point uh there comes a point where yes he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league at the at the time
0: mm-hmm.
2: but he missed so much time yeah it as though the the game sort of passes by uh and that's why I, I worry with people like um with calvin ridley although ridley looks really good uh if, if from the preseason so and it might be a little bit different with a wide receiver in jacksonville at the end of the day i, I have no faith in deshaun watson Weapons wise, Nick Chubb is great, but after him, they have no depth running back wise, at least nobody that I would uh you know tip my cap to in terms of would would trust if Chubb would get hurt, because you don't have Kareem Hunt anymore. He's not with them. Mm-hmm. Receivers, Amari Cooper, I go back and forth on. He's still solid, but is he an elite talent at this point? I would say no. Um, and and the one maybe bright star to that offense. It's probably going to be their tight end in Ninjoku.
0: Ninjoku, yes.
2: Uh, who looked like a monster last year at times, and is probably going to end up being their most constant threat offensively. Uh so if those two, meaning he, he and Watson, uh know how to to make the connection work, then maybe it will be better than I than I feel. But it's a tough division to be uh tough sledding in this division, just like the AFC East. Defensively, Nobody really stands out on paper to me. Uh, Miles Garrett, yes, he is—he's a talent, but there's times where he's not available for them. Mm-hmm. And if you're not available, then what good are you? Uh, they don't have to deal with the the sideshow that was Jadavian Clowney like last year, where he pretty much quit on the team and whatever else. So he's out of the mix. But I don't see this team being that great. Um, so I'm right on the edge of better luck next year in playoff pretenders. Uh, for the sake of argument, I'll go better luck next year.
1: And Dave, what did you say? Contenders?
0: Uh, I, no, I uh, I have them in better luck next year.
1: Well, I mean, you do have Deshaun Watson, who none other than Dabo Sweeney called the Michael Jordan of college football. Um, you wait, do wait, wait. have this
0: is a professional football preview we're doing, right?
1: Would
0: you, would you let me make my point? Okay, all right,
2: then go ahead. Yeah, Syracuse saw firsthand what Deshaun Watson's all about. Yes, just yes, like, yes. uh, yes, like Jameis Winston. Right. I don't know if you remember that. Right. Right. Jameis Winston coming to the carrier dome, too, was uh, was a sight to behold. So, oh,
0: yes, so Mike, you may continue. On,
1: Cooper, Elijah Moore, you got to give the people what you want, Donovan People Jones. People's court, a joke. We like to call them around here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bottom line, it's a piece of shit organization, <laughs> a piece of shit ownership, and a trash <laughs> franchise that signed a rapist and made his contract better by waiting until after he served a suspension. They consciously went out and did that. they just think about that for a second. Yeah. But anyway, I was when. When I'm on my third pick a team that's going to make a special run, they came up in my mind and then I dismissed them just as quickly because it okay. trash organization. So <laughs> there you go. I'll say it for you, Jared. I'll say it for you, Dave, piece of shit organization.
0: So, so there's a sixth category. So at the bottom, yeah, be- yeah. category, better try next year. And I think if you look at, um, Despite Mike's uh, trashy uh, description of the organization, if you want to look at Deshaun Watson coming back and you look at their first five games, Bengals, Steelers, Titans, Ravens, 49ers. I mean, arguably some of the top defenses in the league, he's going to struggle. The Browns could be Oh, and five after their first five games. So yeah, Cleveland might already be on the clock for a get out of here uh, <laughs> for me. As, far as that goes nice. uh, very, very bad. Um, Jared, your Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: And uh, sure. we, you know,
0: we, we certainly talked about them quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, they're able to win their last four last year to keep Mike Tomlin's streak of never having a losing season together. Whoop to do. Yeah. I mean, and we, you know, we talked and they were so bad at some points last year. Um, but now, you know, they've seemed to have turned some things around, you know, Kenny Pickett looked just, you know, unbelievable, even though it's preseason, you know, we'll take that for what it's worth. He's got a full preseason under his belt. um, Boy, you know, the Steelers for me, I have them as playoff contenders. I, I really think they're going to be right there uh, as far as looking at all. And there's, you know, a fair amount of teams in this category because the AFC is so competitive. But I just I feel like the Steelers uh, and I love Kenny Pickett, you know, watched him play at Pittsburgh. You know, at somebody I heard somebody on the radio saying the other day, the guy's 25 years old. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys in the league that are, you know, 21, 22. I mean, he has played a long, a long time, uh, as far as football goes. Uh, and he's just got a lot more experience, a lot more poise. I think that's going to make a difference for the Steelers. I have them in the playoff contenders.
1: Um, Mike, I'm just going to take them as my, uh, Team that's going to make a sneaky run. Uh, I was earlier, I was going to have Sophie's choice with Baltimore and Cleveland, but I just can't do either (laughs) one. You know how I feel about Lamar? Heard just now how I feel about Cleveland. I didn't want to take Pittsburgh out of respect for Jared, but he didn't take them. So I will. Uh, I love Tomlin. He could coach my team anytime. And I love my coach now. Don't get me wrong, table. Um, But I just. They're gonna fight hard. They got a lot of talent. Uh, If things break right, I can see them, you know, making a run. And then once they get in the playoffs, you know, anything can happen. So I'm gonna take them as my surprise team this year. I would. uh, I
2: I would. I I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to take them as a surprise team because I I feel as though that would be uh, that would be too. That'd be too much of a chalk pick. Too (laughs) much homer. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't be doing that. Uh that would ruin any credibility that I may or may not have. So um I I really like the direction the way things are going. The last eight yep, games right. of the season carried into the in an offseason. We mentioned this at the top of the, the show here today, carried into an off-season where they solidified depth, brought in great draft picks, and uh really I think moved this team forward and put themselves in a better spot in what is going to be one of the toughest divisions in football. Um, For me, it comes down to a defense that if is healthy could be one of the best we've seen in the last decade for them. Uh, And then the, the talk the big talk obviously is picket which is important, but even more important, you have a solidified offensive line. Yes. That uh, you didn't have last year. Isaac Samalu coming over from uh, the Philadelphia Eagles at left guard is going to be huge. He joins Mason Cole at center and James Daniels at right guard, who played very well last year. Sakorafor at right tackle is a solid guy that had no problems in the in the uh, preseason. And on, over on the left side, the first round pick, Broderick Jones, taken 14th overall. Uh, I think a lot of people expected him to surpass Dan Moore. Didn't happen in the preseason, which I'm a-okay with. Dan Moore looks like he's in the best shape that he's been in since he's been here. It's been three seasons now. This is his third season. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only that, looks solid at the position. So on top of looking physically good, plus playing uh, skill-wise, looking uh, solid, you're not going to go and bump a guy who has pretty much played in every game that he's been available for in his professional career to this point. uh, For a guy who has never seen – action in the NFL yet. Yeah, I get the pedigree from Georgia, but there's no reason to rush a guy in like that. So uh, you look at that offensive line, the tight end room stabilized as well. Uh, Friar Muth was a guy who uh, was going to be a big target for a picket anyway. Um, Gentry, who's been there for a while, uh, is their best blocking option and then you add Darnell Washington into the mix there too uh the big 6 foot 7 tight end also out of Georgia also
1: out of Georgia he, yep
2: could be a, an x factor offensively and then another guy who doesn't get a lot of talk but can play multiple positions and can be very very important is uh Connor Hayward Cam Hayward's younger brother who they drafted last year in the late rounds out of Michigan
0: uh, State Michigan State yep
2: and he is now lined up at tight end H-back, fullback, running back, and also has played split end, as well as special teams. So this is a guy who's very versatile, doesn't have the, the size that you'd need, but definitely has all the grit and shows. Uh, I mean, his dad, Craig Ironwood Hayward, uh, showed that he had skill, passed it down to Cam, and it looks like uh, Connor has is, is gotten a lot of that as well. So we, we gushed about the defense earlier, uh, the offense looking solid. In my book, I'm going to go playoff contender for the Steelers this year and, and in my opinion, could be vying for the top spot in the AFC North if things play out the way that they need to. I mean, there's a uh, chance they
1: could be at the top. Who's their field goal kicker?
2: Uh, Chris Boswell is their kicker. All
1: right, you've named everyone on the roster now. Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, such a uh, uh, uh I do like Mitch Trubisky as the backup too. Not that I want Pickett to I want Pickett to be successful, but I don't I think Trubisky still has good football in him. Uh so uh I know that's you know, Bears fans and obviously last year's Steelers fans probably don't agree, but I still think he's got some some work to be done if you know pick it does happen to get hurt um so I, I like where they're at I agree um where your boys are at so where are we at Dave
0: uh two teams left uh the uh, Baltimore so. Ravens uh were 10 and 7 last year uh you know obviously some struggles at times there and they have been just you know ravaged by injuries the last few years particularly with their running game but yet they have continued to produce uh and 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 played really good football i mean 10 and 7 was a step down from them from the year before uh i still think that they are a very very talented team uh and is one that can be very very competitive here uh in the afc and i'm going out on on a limb a little bit maybe uh i have them as a super bowl favorite the Baltimore Ravens. I just, they just have so much talent. Um, If they can stay healthy, they just continue to do well. I mean, obviously Lamar Jackson has got to stay healthy, Um, you know, running backs. If you have Gus Edwards and and JK Dobbins, if they can stay healthy um, you know, they're great. I think a question is what is Odell Beckham jr. Going to do for their wide receivers, Um, is he going to help bring them along? Is he going to be, uh, a a big difference maker at age 30? Um, and obviously you have Mark Andrews, the tight end there, uh, offensively. I, I just feel like this is a very talented team. So I, I have them in my super bowl favorites category might be a little bit out there, but, um, that's where I see the Baltimore Ravens.
1: Well, you got to take a chance in these kind of discussions, and you certainly took one there, buddy. Um, <laughs> actually, I'll put them in as contenders, but it's it's rinse and repeat to me. Ten and seven. Oh, shocking. They're yeah. going to play tough. They're going to, you know, if only Lamar can make that one pass, if only the receivers can step up, if only, if only, if only, if only and Lamar got paid. You know, uh, I'm not going to question his motivation. The guy's a professional athlete. For, you know, he's certainly motivated. But I just mm. I don't know it, they're gonna to have to do something they have not proven to me in the last five years they can do yet and that's take the next step.
0: Yeah, that's Vegas far. Insider so. Mike has them the over under at eight and a half. So yeah, uh, they're trending you know in the direction that, that more more towards your what you're saying than more towards what I'm saying. So that probably means I'm wrong. But you know, hey, that's Jerry. Okay. Break like the tie
1: or go off the board, and we'll have to put it up to a fan call.
0: Yeah, we well,
2: to. I I don't know if I can uh, go and definitely uh, put it off the board uh, because <laughs> I feel as though they're they're dangerous um, when they need to be dangerous. Uh, I'll go playoff contenders with you, Mike, um, but I think that's uh, fair. I, I think it's suspect though, um, and and for th- these reasons, uh, Odell Beckham. I don't know if he has much left. Number one, um, we'll see. Uh, you know, and I, I know that people probably, especially that may tune into this podcast, don't want to hear that, but it's, it's I don't know. The I, dude
1: recovers quickly, but how many times can you do it? Right.
2: Exactly. Right. You know, there's only so many uh, injuries you can come back from and, and so many teams that you can jump to uh, to find success. Uh, Lamar Jackson's health really is the balance of this entire season for mm-hmm. them and and last year they probably would have been better off if he didn't miss down the stretch how many games yeah um, you know, it seemed like the last two months of the season he never he didn't play uh right. so honestly, he did.
1: it was last second and exactly he was still hurt
2: but, right so um I don't think that he'll have the same issues health-wise that he did last year uh, their receiving room got a little bit better with the uh, uh, drafting of Zay Flowers out of Boston College, an ACC yep. guy who I'm sure uh, you guys are familiar with, uh, as well as Miles Boykin. I really do like. Uh, uh, or not Miles Boykin. Uh, Rashad Bateman, excuse me, uh, Boykin yes, with the yes, now. Yep, yep. Rashad Bateman, uh, who was um, a little banged up at the end of the season last year, but probably is going to be a, a pretty important weapon for them. And then Mark Andrews behind uh, Kelsey is probably one of the best tight ends in the league still. So offensively, I think they still have things together. Defensively, we'll see. Marlon Humphrey hurt uh, in the preseason, and he's a pretty big piece of the puzzle in their secondary. Uh, they had to go and and bring in a free agent uh, guy to to try to fill in his his role i i think their defense takes a step back you know this is a team now i will say this they do have who's the edge um who was with chicago uh before roquan smith yes who is a beast uh, don't get me wrong he nice. is he's yeah. legit um roquan smith is probably the best guy defensively that i can think of off the top of my head with them mm-hmm I, other than that, though, I, I think the defense for
0: Patrick Baltimore's Queen is Patrick nice. Queen is another one. Yeah, yeah, right. But
1: after oh, they that, got Rocky Sin, I mean, how can you go wrong with Rocky Sin?
0: Sure, wow. sure.
2: <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say playoff contender, but uh, look for them to, like you said, muddle around probably where they were last year, record wise. I don't think anything different is going to change. And they're definitely not taking another step up in my book.
1: Mm-hmm. quickly which is the better harbaugh brother as a as a head coach who would you rather have lead a professional program i mean i think you still
2: got to go with john right
0: yeah, yeah. i i would agree um, as just, consistent
1: as his brother's been yeah
0: yeah I mean, and jim you made know, it to a super bowl and here right
2: but uh loses to his brother of course um, right. so he has the edge i guess professionally uh, also i i don't know jim is very he's erratic uh, anyway, yeah. it was erratic in the professional level and the collegiate level uh, i'm not from years in michigan yeah, yeah for sure
1: not for really sure. a big
2: fan of uh jimmy Harbaugh for any uh, for any, all intents
1: and purposes dave uh, the cincinnati bengals are super bowl contenders i don't know what
0: else yeah to say. i yeah i don't but, think yeah, there's any there's question not much to say about it, um, right? um you know as, uh, as
1: long as burrows calf i yep. know it was and, hurt early uh, and, and they, they full said full everything planning, I know. is
0: fine yeah. um the only I, trap, yeah. just continued uh underrated defense uh, i i don't know how much longer you know maybe this is the year where it's not underrated and everybody says boy the bengals have one of the best defenses in the league uh, because they do, uh, they're just they're just so talented, so well coached. Uh, they play so well together as a unit. Uh, I, I just, to me, at times, like their defense is almost as scary as their offense is, uh, and and that's that's really saying something. That Hendrickson kid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he he's he's been a, a, as good as any defensive player the last few years, so. Uh, I I really think the Bengals, yeah, as much as it pains me uh, because of recent events. But, yeah, I I think they are they are without a doubt uh, right there as a Super Bowl favorite.
2: Jared, solidifying their offensive line with the acquisition of uh, Trent Williams, which is huge. Uh, you know, especially for Burrow's health. We're talking about his health and, and how it could be shaken a little bit because of that injury. I also have heard, and I don't know how true, but I've, I've heard that the injury was sort of played off a little bit more, that it was a little more serious than than they like to, to try to to uh, sure. go and, and, and say, at least to uh, the public. So could that play a factor, especially early on for Cincinnati? Maybe. But – um I think either way they've got some weapons on that team that and it, another big factor is Joe Mixon can his ass stay out of trouble because yeah. you know if Mixon is being effective then that team has a whole another element to them uh, obviously Jamar Chase is uh, one of the best to play right now but if Mixon's in on that mix uh, no pun intended
0: uh,
2: <laughs> that, that offense can be pretty potent so Oh yeah uh, you do have to watch out for that Um, And defensively, I think they're going to be strong. Uh, So, I I don't know how you can't put them in the Super Bowl conversation, but health is going to play a huge factor, as it does for a lot of teams.
1: Yeah, with everybody. Dave, I don't know if you're in a position to kind of recap our tiers for us. Um, In the meantime, while you're tallying all those, we would appreciate if you'd check us out on all social media platforms. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, That's more of our main focus in the past few months we've certainly will always be um on twitter or x or whatever elon wants to call it tomorrow <laughs> uh and old people on facebook still follow us i'm trying to be more inactive on the insta but i really struggling with that so any help any help you guys as our fans <laughs> our tens of fans want to give us nice we would appreciate that um dave
0: yes i've been Take keeping away. track so I think um, you're studious like that. Yeah, so Super Bowl favorites uh Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, uh playoff contenders, the Chargers, the Jaguars, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Steelers and the Ravens, uh playoff pretenders, uh the Raiders and the Titans. Um and then I'm going to skip. I'll go to better try next year. Uh, the Broncos, the Texans, the Colts, the Patriots, and the Browns. Um, and then surprise run. Uh, I have the Chargers. Uh, Jared has the Jaguars and Mike has the Steelers. So like lots it. of lots of good stuff there. Uh, we Where will... do we
1: have the Dolphins playoff contender? The
0: uh, playoff contenders, yes. Yes.
1: So the only two pretenders are the Raiders and the Titans,
0: the Raiders and the Titans. Okay. That is correct.
1: All right. Jared, yep. how do you feel about that grouping? You know, I don't know. I think it's I think pretty a solid
2: uh, dep- depiction of what we're going to see. Um, you know, there could be one or two teams that go between the uh, pretenders and better luck next year, depending on circumstantial issues. Uh, but uh, I would say it's pretty fair, um, at least from what I can can uh, depict.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, sounds great. Um, so we're going to get this out. We will be doing, uh, the same thing along the way with the NFC. Uh, and so we'll get this, we'll get this, uh, tier maker out. So you all can comment on it and let us know if we're crazy or if we're spot on, Uh, As far as that goes, Uh, but we have really enjoyed. And certainly Jared, you are uh, beyond knowledgeable. As far as the NFL goes, you follow it, you're covering it. Uh, We appreciate all of your contributions uh, as always Uh, your insights into this insights into the Steelers. Yeah. Are are you working on anything specific? Is there anything you want to throw out there for our tens of fans to, Uh, I mean,
2: uh, not right now. Uh, you know, I, I've been covering the Steelers on and off for the last uh, few weeks here. Been getting up. To, I got up to camp about once a week. And then I was um, uh, I'm going to be at Steelers practice for sure once a week as the season rolls on. So uh, if if you ever need me. Uh, for along the, early, uh, What's
1: that? Gave up on Pirates coverage early. Huh? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. We yeah. go over there, but it's just to eat. Um, we go <laughs> there for the media
1: spread, uh, the and abruptly
2: abruptly uh, take off afterwards. At this point, so <laughs> unfortunately, uh, we can't be talking about the guys across the river here. Right from we actually our station is is right across the the river from PNC Park, which is convenient uh, for when you need to go over for
1: dinner. Uh, <laughs> really, that's about it right now. So, <laughs> hey, we're Yankee fans, so we you
0: know we're start we're starving here. Basically, yeah, you're feeling the pain. Uh, yes.
2: Except uh, you know it's. I guess, and in, in, I hate to say this, but, you know, teams like the Yankees and the Mets, they make the Pirates look a little bit better by, yeah. you know, the payroll situation, which I don't like, uh, don't get me wrong, I don't like to say that, but I oh, gotcha. would give Pirates ownership, Pirates management, uh, a reason not to go out and, and splash. Uh, although, if you want to contend, you still got to pay. It's as simple as that. Yep you know, not to turn this into a baseball podcast. It's a simple. Yep.
0: No, 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 nope. but we, we appreciate the the Pittsburgh commentary. Uh, so folks, we hope you have enjoyed our AFC uh, preview here for the NFL. Uh, we've had a great time talking about all these teams and all of the, the great storylines, players and things to come schedules, matchups and everything else. Uh, but keep us uh, all over the socials and check us out and, comment let us know what you think about this uh and again we'll have the nfc preview we're also doing our our new york state of mind uh podcast with the jets the giants and of course my buffalo bills who are super bowl favorites michael (laughs) uh, as far as that is concerned we will have that coming your way as well Uh, but continue to, to interact with us here at think tank sports where we think, and you listen as we strive for five, have a good night, everybody.